Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And we will do our darndest to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Also coming up at around 10.05, Ashley Zane will be joining us from CBIA uh, to talk about a... Uh, a proposal where they're going to try to come up with some laws that shield companies that do the right thing with cybersecurity um, uh, from lawsuits. So if you happen to have a data breach uh, at your company and you did try to do the right thing by putting in the right technologies, this new proposal might protect you from a lawsuit. So we'll talk about uh, that with Ashley Zane at around 10.05, so stick around for that. Now, speaking of concerns, um, if, you're, uh, if you're down south, you have a concern about getting gasoline, right? So... Uh, the Colonial Pipeline hack, as they call it, uh, has caused some issues. There, it's a ransomware attack. The word hack is not right. It's not. It's nothing more than most likely an email that went to a ding dong that opened the email and delivered a payload to the network that encrypted their systems. Right? I mean, it's not hacking. The the, uh, the dark side guys there in Russia are all apologetic. Oh, I'm so sorry. We didn't mean to do it. You're sending out thousands and thousands of emails. Right? That's what you're doing. And any dingling. And any business can open it, and you know, from from something really critical to something really, you know, benign. It said in the article I read that they disbanded. Well, they weren't disbanded; they were brought down. I don't think that they. I think they might have disbanded, but not because voluntarily. I think they were trying to evade the law enforcement. Yeah, in Russia, they did some. Russia did do some some work there. I did read a similar article. So the thing is that we want to talk a little bit about here is that. This was not a hack of any kind. This was just a company, in this case an oil, a gasoline pipeline, that didn't do their due diligence, right? They didn't do the right things by their cybersecurity. Number one, they didn't have a disaster recovery plan, okay? Because they spent $5 million roughly in ransom, in cryptocurrency, right? They paid the bad guys right away, like within hours of being impacted, they paid them. The bad guys gave them a tool to decrypt their data, but the tool was so slow and so bad they had to go to their own backups. The company had to use their backup systems and restore the data themselves. So that means that they spent $5 million for, for nothing. nothing. <laughs> and it also means their disaster recovery plan was garbage. Because it, I, guess they, I guess it's okay to be down for a week 
in their disaster recovery yeah, plan. When you're supplying a quarter of the nation with all their fuel. Right. So their plan, <clears throat> excuse me, clearly was, was junk. Um, so, folks, if you're in business, there are a few basic steps you need to take. Right. You need to have a basic disaster recovery plan. Oh, and you actually have to test it. Right. You have to first decide what's a disaster. Oh, I don't know. Is it a disaster that your server crashes? Oh, that's a disaster. Sure. But how about if, how about if you have a fire or how about if you have some sort of a pipe burst and you have to move your, your company? What kind of disaster are you going to mitigate for? And once you find, you find, define the disaster, go ahead and run a test. Let's just see how long it would take to get you back up and running for crying out loud. Um, you got to do a test here. So, and then that's just the basics. And then to prevent the disaster in the first place, guys, you have to do a few things. All right, you need to have a backup. At least they had a backup over there at Colonial. I appreciate that. They did that. They have a backup, and they were actually were able to restore the data. That's great. What about maybe um, web web filtration? Right, Tab has a patrol dog tool called Patrol Dog Web that blocks our clients' employees from surfing bad sites, malicious sites, sites you wouldn't be proud of, sites that would be are, 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 are going to deliver malware to your company's business, right? We have a, a tool that'll block those folks from going to malicious sites on purpose or by accident if they're tricked into going there. They can't because our tool blocks them. You need that by default, guys. Done. It's well, it. You got to have it. Then you have like the top executives who say, I don't want to be filtered. Right, the top executives get to go wherever they want. Of course, they're the ones that are most la likely to get the uh, virus brought into their company, but that's a whole other issue. Um, <laughs> so you need to have a web filter, number one. Number two, you need to have an email filter. <clears throat> Tab has a tool called Patrol Dog um, MX Mail. We can filter the bad mail coming to your people, all right? We can do this with, and, and prevent bad stuff from coming into your employees' mailboxes with attachments or viruses or links that send you to malicious sites that deliver ransomware to your network. All right, there's step two. Step three, you got to pay for antivirus. Sorry, guys. It's a whole two bucks a month per system. Buy some antivirus for your company's pro computers. Please. It's really basic. It's easy to do. That's if, so if, it, if, 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 they, if somehow the bad stuff gets through the web defense and through the email defense, Oh, you got an antivirus to maybe battle it. There's another step. That's like not having those three things is like not buying insurance to protect you financially. Or not wearing your seatbelt and wondering why you flew, flew through the windshield when you hit an, another car. <laughs> Jeez. So those are three real basic cheap things you can do. Oh, here's another thing you can do. Security awareness training. We offer that as well for our clients, Patrol Dog SAT. These security awareness training constantly keeps your people on the lookout for the bad stuff. Right? Is this email a trick? Yes, if you get a, if you get an email from somebody that says, "Hey, thank you for your order. Click here to find out what you bought. I didn't buy anything. Let me find out what they're saying. Click, click. Ransomware. You're done. Security awareness Here's training. Your invoice. For yeah. What you ordered? What did I buy? I didn't buy anything. Click, click. Of course you did. You got tricked. Right? It wasn't even hard. Darkside could have easily sent you that silly email, and if you didn't have uh, a way to block it, because even with the three tools I mentioned. 10% still going to get passed to your employees. Your employees have to be trained to look out for this stuff. If you find a, a USB stick in your office and it has a thing that says payroll on the USB thumb drive, guess what people are going to do? Stick it right in their computers. <laughs> click, click. <laughs> Ransomware. I mean, come on. Uh, so, again, when it, you need to do some security awareness training, and then the training is ongoing. You can't stop the training because the bad guys are always thinking of new ways to trick you. Right? There's always new reasons to trick you. COVID comes out. Let's do some emails based on COVID. You know, Anna Kornikova, 
beautiful tennis player. Let's try to figure out ways to make people click on those things. You can come up with a million ways to make people click on stuff. You need to train them regularly. Security awareness training, very cheap, much cheaper than $5 million in ransom. <laughs> <laughs> this is basic stuff, guys. Okay, now, now you've got those four things in place. What else can you do? Well, there's also uh, MDR technology. This is technology where you have active live people watching your computers in case all those, something gets past it and the bad guys are in your systems trying to move laterally across the network. We have tools for that to help pre prevent this from occurring for you. And I could go on and I could go on. These are not even expensive things versus $5 million. How about protecting from the... You have to uh, talk to the mic. How about protecting from the... Uh the online uh, uh, drives, like uh, iDrive. And Correct. Yeah, we, we block access to the cloud, right? I mean, we want to make sure you're not going to be able to have access to these third-party things. But here's with COVID. You've got all these great tools you're going to put in place, right? All these great protections, all this great cybersecurity. And then what do you do? You let your employees log into your network from their home computers that their 12-year-old was surfing on 20 minutes ago. <laughs> does that make any sense? It does not. Right now, I gave you an example last week of a of a university researcher who was connecting into the university with a Citrix remote portal, and he delivered malware to the university, encrypt the whole damn thing, <laughs> because they they acted like it was his fault. No, university, it's your fault for letting them use their home computers to connect to your network. You need to offer them business machines that have all the tools I just described on them, limiting their access. When I take my tab computer home, and and bring it to into my network, guess where I can't go to any malicious sites. Why? Because I have Patrol Dog Web on my machine. Tab says I can't go to any malicious sites no matter where I am with this computer. And I can't. And that means I can't bring malware into the network when I connect back here in the office. These are basic things, people. COVID has produced a huge problem when it comes to this. Uh, people using their home computers for business use, and it's got to stop. The last thing is we have to make illegal cryptocurrencies, period. You know, Elon Musk last week was on Saturday Night Live talking about Dogecoin. And then he came out three days later saying, you know what, this Bitcoin thing's a bad idea. And he came out for the reasons of environmental reasons, because Bitcoin requires a massive amount of energy. It's the most inefficient form of, of uh, payment you can ever imagine, literally. It's fake money, guys. It's fake money. You're able to pay $5 million to people in an Eastern Bloc country that, uh, anonymously. That's a great idea, huh, Bob? Who thought of that idea? Let's make let's make cryptocurrency well, a thing. I got, I got some uh, drugs I want to sell you. you that's I don't how they want use it. it. To be traced. Yeah, drugs, ransomware, whatever it is. It's a criminal enterprise, and we're trying to make it something real. It needs to stop. It has to end. Um, cryptocurrencies have to go away. Now, ironically, Tesla, believe it or not, makes more money on selling carbon credits than cars. Carbon credits, also fake money, but it doesn't take an awful lot. You know, that's just Al Gore with a spreadsheet, right? You know, offering up credits. <laughs> I mean, that's a little easier to do than cryptocurrency. So it's got to stop. This whole thing is, a, is really, I think we're smarter than this as a, as a people. Just because some geek said, I can, I'm going to create a coin and you go ahead and, and use tons of CPU power and energy to have a ledger called a blockchain so that, you know, we can make allow bad guys to do anything they want. Why well, do we think that's a good idea? The whole concept of cryptocurrency came about when people wanted to be able to trade and not have the government right. tell where they were spending their money. It's a libertarian dream. I understand that. But it, it, it's a big problem. So if you really want to stop all these ransomware attacks from damaging our hospitals, our schools, our businesses, make cryptocurrency illegal. You still have a risk of, of issues of, with cybercrime, 
But it'll go down a lot less when you can't make any money doing it. The criminals, you know, they can, of course, damage you because they feel like it. Yeah, well, then they got to uh, revert to going, telling you to go to Walmart and buy a cash card. Right. That's a lot of cash <laughs> cards. If you want $5 million in uh, $20 gift cards, it's a lot of plastic. Um, well, that might raise some eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> it might. We don't have that many cards here. <laughs> well, then, of course, you've got to ship the cards to the bad guys. And guess what you can do with that? You can track it. <laughs> and then they, and the FBI is going to be at the destination, and the guys get arrested, right? So you, this whole process is idiotic that we keep, that cryptocurrencies are a thing. I'm sure you guys are out there saying, "Oh, cryptocurrencies are great, Eric." Fine, they're not though. <laughs> Huge amounts of energy. So if you care about the environment at all, right? It's it's 150,000 times more energy inefficient to do a cryptocurrency transaction than swipe your credit card. 150,000 times more inefficient. What are we doing? And we're out of chips. We're running out of chips. We had ding-dongs buying our uh, video processing cards to do this crypto mining. Actually, half the mining happens in China on top of that. Um, of course, they don't really care about the environment at all. So, But we're losing access to processors and chips. We're, we're wasting all of this time and processing power on, on mining fake money. There's a club I, I joined at, and a bunch of guys were all complaining that they couldn't buy any trucks. Nobody has trucks in their yard except for used ones, yeah. and they don't have very many of those that yeah. are in good shape because they can't buy trucks. Because they're out of chips. Yep. And the reason why they can't <laughs> buy the trucks is the uh, manufacturers can't buy the computer chips that run the computers that run the trucks. Right, because we're mining <laughs> cryptocurrency. So there's a little, a little brief summary here of what's going on with this whole thing with ransomware and, and what's going on with Colonial. Um, utterly preventable. All sorts of very inexpensive ways to do it. Their disaster recovery plan clearly was awful. And uh, to be down for a week, they deserve it. Um, and you got to test your disaster, disaster recovery plans, guys. You can't just say you have one. And you have to figure out what a disaster is. Not pumping <laughs> gasoline would probably be the disaster you want to yeah. mitigate for. And a week is probably not a fair amount of time. And doing test restore once in a while to make sure that... Just to know how long it'll take. Well, not only that, but... <laughs> If there's actually any data in your backup. Right. Oh, that's true, too. Oh, you know, I can tell you. There's been oh, times when yeah. I did test backups, and those tapes were blank. Exactly. That's why we created <laughs> Patrol Dog. Long story. We're going to step out for a quick break into your calls. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Four lines wide open. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We are broadcasting live over at uh, WTIC's Facebook page if you want to check out our mugs. Um, as we wait for your calls, I have another story for you that kind of hit right here at home um, early, this past April. A company called Electa uh, got whacked with ransomware. Yep, their whole system got encrypted. All right, and that wouldn't be you know the bad thing if it was just Electa. But of course, what got encrypted was their cloud service that offered the ability for cancer doctors to actually do radiation treatment. That they have it's software that runs their linear accelerators. That cloud service also known as other people's servers. That cloud service got ransomed, encrypted, made it impossible for places like Smilo Cancer Hospital at, down in New Haven at Yale to actually do treatment. This is more than 40 companies were affected by this because, of course, when you put all your eggs in someone else's servers, you're infected yourself. You're impacted yourself. 
So when you go and sign up for this cloud service, yeah. and you're a company that has doing something as critical as, critical as, as that, that is, or anything, wouldn't you ask them? Do you have like redundance, redundancy, uh, like offsite? What if you get encrypted? Right. How oh. fast can you get back up? They and, were down for quite some time. Yeah. They were down for quite some time. Um, it started back April sixth. They got whacked, and, and again, they got whacked again. So I got hit a couple times with this this. Uh, he didn't issue. learn the first time. <laughs> not quite. Not quite. <laughs> I'll put a link up here for you. You can take a look at it. The ironic thing, and this is so juicy and ironic, I just love it so much. You know what they did, Bob, to get their clients back up and running? You would never guess it. It's not a trick question. What they did, they actually ran out on-premise servers back to the individual clients. So they put their software on physical servers, and gave them to their customers. Here you go, customer. Here's an on-prem server. You can have it, Yale. Here's one you can have at this place. Here's what you can have. So instead of, they, instead of getting it back up and running on another cloud, they decided to solve the issues with on-premise servers. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. Well, then, if somebody gets encrypted, it doesn't take down all 40. Exactly. It doesn't <laughs> take down everybody. It's in, you know, Come on, guys. This, is, this shouldn't be surprising. So when you're thinking about putting your company in the cloud... Understand, this is what happens. When it does happen, you're all impacted. And believe it or not, they ran out on-prem servers to get them back up and running. Think a little bit harder. When somebody tells you, you'll never be down when you go to the cloud, you'll never have to worry about anything when you go to the cloud, it's all out of your, nothing for you to worry about, just keep paying me monthly a huge premium to put your stuff in the cloud and everything will be fine. Think again. I can't tell you how many times I'm talking to customers now about how to get their stuff out of the cloud. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. Get online, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll take your computer comments, questions, and concerns. We also we have four lines wide open. I know it's a gorgeous Saturday morning. It's a rare thing in Connecticut. We have to enjoy it when we get them. Um, but if you ever want to talk about technology and, and have had issues getting in online before, this is a good time to do it. And coming up at 10.05, we're going to have um, Ashley Zane from the CBIA come on and talk about a proposal that's being made uh, to kind of shield companies in Connecticut from being sued if they inc incur a data breach, um, if that company puts in some of the basic requirements of cybersecurity. And, you know, <laughs> I've been doing this for 31 years here at TAB, and you would be not believe how hard it is to get companies to do the right thing. Maybe they need to put some incentives in, like Krispy Kreme donuts or <laughs> <Right>. Cool Frosty. <laughs> if you use antivirus, we'll give you a Cool Frosty. Um, <laughs> I, I saw the, gov the, the mayor of New York stuffing his face with fries. Here, you, get some fr you can get fries with that. Ah, I just can't make it up. No, this will be uh, a shield against a lawsuit, which may or may not even be effective, but um, it's something. Companies really need to work harder at protecting our data, Number one, and uh, protecting themselves from these ransomware attacks. I mean, and, and they shouldn't be using personal computers to connect in to the network to do their business, right? If you use, if your if your twelve year old kid is using the same computer you're using to connect to the to your company's business, and then you're looking at my medical record, or you're bringing up my insurance, or you're bringing up my financial planning, or you're bringing up whatever it is, 
you're putting my stuff at risk because you're not using any security tools that your co your company would have required you to have when you were in the building. And even in that case, it's hard to get them to do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so it looks like we're going to try to talk about some uh, what, the, what the state is going to maybe offer you a shield. And now it's not a cool frosty, but at least it's a, a shield against the lawsuit <laughs> uh, if you at least do some basic things. And they're going to probably put the framework around NIST uh, 800-171 framework, which is a framework that we implement for our, our aerospace clients who are out there manufacturing parts for, let's say, the F-35, or maybe they're making howitzer parts that, you know, all sorts of cool stuff. And, uh, you know, you need to make sure that this stuff is protected from the Chinese um, from, you know, getting access to this data, the CUI data, and you got to do some basic frameworks here to, to protect this data. And uh, they're going to use NIST maybe to offer that framework as the thing the rest of us should do. So no Chinese and no Russian security products. <laughs> right. You can't use Kaspersky. If you're using a Russian antivirus program on your network, you know, you're probably not doing the right thing, you know, or AVG or any of these things from, you know, these other Eastern Bloc countries. Yeah, but it's free. Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> um, so feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And again, we talked a little bit about Elon Musk. Um, he was all hyping up the uh, cryptocurrencies on Saturday Night Live, and literally just a couple days later, he goes, you know what? We're going to stop accepting Bitcoin as payment. And he, he says it because Bitcoin is ridiculously inefficient as far as electricity use. 150,000 times more inefficient than a simple credit card swipe. Well, I'll bet you after he did that, yeah. somebody in his company with knowledge of this kind of advised him what was really going on in the background with the cryptocurrency. Well, he's the smartest guy on the, on the planet, so I don't understand why he wouldn't have known that already. We talked about this issue. I brought it up on this show a long time ago. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was pretty ironic, <laughs> you know, that you guys are all happy on this cryptocurrency, but you, you're, you're okay with the amount of electricity it uses. And, you know, whole countries use less electricity than Bitcoin does to process transactions. It's insanity. <laughs> it's literally the dumbest thing we can do as a people. And, of course, because it's so easy to uh, pay make payments to the bad guys, they love it. They're going to encrypt your company, and they'll reach in and say, here, you put put this money in my wallet, and you can't find out who but I am. Think I mean, about it. The Bitcoin company gets other people to spend their money on the power to do it. Well, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I got I created, uh, let's say, Bitcoin. Right. And now I'm getting rich because other people are actually financing the yeah. production of my product. Yeah. They're, yeah, it's it's insane, <laughs> Bob. All right, let's get to your calls. You're nice, nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. We want to go to Bob and Waterbury first. What's going on, Bob? Hey, guys. I love your show. I Thank mean, you. I'm not, I don't have – well, I do have a computer at work, but I try to stay away from it because I just screw it up. But, uh, <laughs> we love users like you. You're the best client. <laughs> I got a lot of work I have to put into it, and I just can't sit and – I don't know how people sit in front of computers all day long. Oh, I, I I'd, I'd go click, click, and that'd be done. Yep. Um, me and my daughter are on our phones. We have that MyFi or Find Me, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and she's going to Cancun in a couple weeks. Oh, great. Um, when she goes up in the airplane, will I be able to see her, like, flying? No. no. But, you can, but there's probably airplane tracking software that you can find out where the airplane I mean, Ray Dunaway probably could give you three different programs that help you track airplane flights to know where, what, what's going on. So you're not going to be able to do it from the phone? No, not the phone. The phone's Because they be have in, to put it in airplane mode. Right. Okay, so if she puts it in airplane mode, yeah, because I've seen that on my phone. So right. do I have to put my phone on airplane mode or she has no. to put her? She has to put hers on airplane mode because they – 
the uh, FCC, not FCC, FAA, uh, FAA one of the Fs, <laughs> tell, you, tell you you have to do that. So once you get to Cancun, uh, are they like part of the real world? <laughs> Am I going to be, will it work there? I think it would. Yeah, once they land, you can take it off airplane mode. Yeah, then you're gonna you'll right. be able to see some uh, see what she's doing in Cancun. Does she know you're gonna keep an eye on her? Yeah, well, we do. I, I already told her. I so said, "Man, you're 26 years old. You can do what you want, but you know, when I stop snooping, then then you're in trouble." You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that means I don't give a crap anymore. Gotcha. And, uh, uh, we're we're best friends, so her and her awesome. boyfriend going, and um, you know, it's like you're in Mexico now. I can't right. go help. You. So you're on your own, you know? Yep. I got some stories of my time in Cancun with some friends about when I was that age. I can't tell you on the radio. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tell her, watch out. There's a there's actually a lake right there in Cancun. If you're There's this lake, and we we went jet skiing on this lake and had all sorts of fun on it. And then we went to dinner on a restaurant that was on the lake, and we noticed that there was some weird commotion by the water. And the, the folks <laughs> in the restaurant that were working at the restaurant were chucking food in the water. And we're like, what are you doing? Oh, we're feeding the alligators. <laughs> and they were—you could see them thrashing around, like, "Oh, we were just jet skiing on that lake." Because yeah, I hear about all this, you know, uh, people coming up to the border and everything. And I never really—I mean, I, I looked at maps and everything. And then, so the other day, me and my daughter while we were eating dinner, she showed me up. You know, she brought it up on her phone. So here's where we are, and here's where nice. the traffickers. So it is pretty far away. Yeah, and Mexico. And Mex- you know, that's Mexico's bread and butter. I agree. So, yeah, they'll yeah, be fine as long as they stay on the resort. They'll be good. And don't drink the yeah. water. Yeah, don't drink the water. <laughs> Give Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. All right, Bob. Bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, let's go on to uh, our resident groupie, Danny. He wants to talk about Musk. What's going on, Danny? Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. So what do you think about Musk changing his idea on Bitcoin? Do you think he finally woke up? Well, uh, yes and no. And I agree with you completely. The whole cryptocurrency is, you know, the main purpose is uh, it's a hustle. Yeah. And it's dangerous, and that's the only way any kind of hacking or ransomware can get get paid. Exactly. It's- but, you know, there are guys on Wall Street, like there's this guy, his name's Mike Novogratz. Mm-hmm. And he's a next hedge fund guy, and, you know, he's got his own hedge um cryptocurrency thing going him and nine other guys just put a billion dollars each in to start their own crypto currency <laughs> you know jp morgan all the big banks and stuff they're all getting into it because they see money being made it needs to but stop when the when the stuff hits the fan yep. they'll be the first ones out the door and won't lose as much money well no we'll we'll bail them out of course yeah that's, that's, that's right. what we do too big to fail out. yeah but the thing is is you know you know, there used to be a rumor that uh, that Musk was, I'm sure it probably still is, was that uh, Shubiachi Machisudu or whoever, the guy that... Oh, the guy that invented it? Invented it. Yeah. And in a way, it makes a lot of sense. It does, but it doesn't. He didn't He didn't invent it. But that guy has, that. the inventor of Bitcoin has the majority of the coin. And that could be Elon Musk. I don't think so. I don't think so. It's, it's a huge, it's a, it's a mess. I think Musk finally realized... Just because it's computerized, it's something. You, you, but do you, you know what need. he just did? What did he, he just, just did? let somebody purchase? Yes. A rocket launch yes. from the Earth to the Moon in the I year twenty twenty two with Ethereum. With no, with uh, with uh, Doggy Coin. You did? I thought it was Ethereum. You let no, him do it's it Doggy Coin. All right, that's all. You may be right. Yeah, it's forty two. Yeah, cents. you know, because he's, he's. I mean, I know it's Doge. I I always I just call it Doggy. That's what that's what Bob does too. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you know, because the Doge was the the the, the guy in, in Genoa in, uh, in uh, Venice, the, yeah. the head the statesman. But um, it's crazy. That was a good job being the Doge. Yeah. Well, it's it's crazy, man. This whole thing is nuts. It needs to be outlawed. Um, I mean, if you remember, they outlawed gold, built you know, a while ago. Yeah. Um, they, so. they need to they need to put stop it right now. Yes. Turkey just cracked down on it uh, a week or two ago. Yes. They, 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 but I mean, it's it's horrible. It's a horrible idea. It makes no sense. It's always been fake. And yeah, and it's all it's only for criminal or corrupt uh, purposes. Right. And did you? Uh, he Musk announced on Saturday Night Live that he has Aspergers. Yes, he's not the only guy that has Aspergers. Right, I know, but I mean, it makes so much sense because he, you know, he can't talk and he's so socially awkward. I always knew there was something that wasn't right. I didn't, you know, I figured he was autistic or something on mm-hmm. some part of the spectrum. Sure. Yeah, but he's kicking butt. I mean, I got to give him a lot of credit there, and I'm glad oh, he said God, what he on. said. I got to hold. Oh, 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 well, let me grab the table again. What did you just say? <laughs> I, again, I have respect for the oh guy. My, oh my God! But, but again, oh, but, uh, oh, but Danny, you still my. Oh, where's my nitroglycerin? But Danny, did you see? Did <laughs> I'm having you, did, a seizure. Have you read about Tesla? How they they make more money selling carbon credits? You know, uh, Al Gore yes, carbon credits than they do in yes, cars. I have. I mean, that's ridiculous. And he made more money with Bitcoin with the, the increase in the value of the Bitcoin he bought. Yeah, but he lost that again. Right. So that's fine. But I mean, this is getting nutty out there. This is all, all this fake stuff's got to stop. And, and Grimes had a panic attack, two panic attacks, and had to be hospitalized after Saturday Night Live. Who's Grimes? His his girlfriend, his baby mama, the one that had oh. the, he had the baby. Well, yeah, that was yeah. She was co dash twelve twenty two. Right. I heard she was freaking out. I don't blame her. I think I'd freak out if I was on Saturday Night Live a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Danny. Well, I appreciate your statements of respect. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to be in a coma the rest of the day. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Take it easy, Danny. <laughs> All right, we're going to step out for a, break, a quick break. Get to uh, get online for us, if you would, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. What do you think about cryptocurrency, and do you understand ransomware? Do you have any questions about this stuff? Feel free to t- get online. We have one line open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. Um, we're going to be here until 11 o'clock live. Thank you guys. You all woke up. We have four lines all filled up, so I appreciate it. Um, gives us something to do other than talk about our kids, <laughs> which we would do if we had to. And coming up at 10.05, Ashley Zane from CBIA will be coming in and talking a little bit about the Connecticut bill that would shield uh, businesses from cyber attack-related lawsuits if those businesses do the right thing. Yeah, the good thing is, though, or bad thing is, we've had a lot of... IT news this week. Always. I, well, IT is always in the news. Let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Harry in Newington first. What's going on, Harry? Hey, uh, I've had, I have a, uh, about a two-year-old pavilion. It's yeah. got a terabyte, uh, just single disk, and uh, uh, I think 12 gig of storage. Mm-hmm. And I always used to back my older systems up with Ghost, and sure. it worked very well. It didn't. I didn't do incremental, but, boy, I could back up that hard drive and really feel good about it. Yep. That's all I want to do now is to be able to back up my hard drive. I don't care too much about incrementals. Right. I just uh, want to know what you guys would recommend if somebody took a hammer to my hard drive and uh, I had to uh, replace it. Uh, a Cronus works out well. Um, it does an image backup for you if you're looking for that full image of your hard drive. So you can look at a That's Cronus. That's what I want. Yeah, a Cronus is a good option. I'll put a we'll put a link up there for you. Okay, well that's really all I want to know. Uh, 
So well, besides, I basically back besides, that up with Cronus and yes, you can. fully restore it. Correct. However, when you back it up, you're going to back it up to a, a storage device like an external hard drive, right? Yes. Make sure once you're done, you disconnect that hard drive from your computer. Gotcha. Because if you, if you don't, it's not the hammer you're worried about. You're worried about the ransomware, right? If somebody encrypts your your computer and the hard drive that's connected to your computer, right, you've got no backup. Yeah. You've got, that's a key. A lot of folks still don't understand that. I can't tell you how many file servers we see out there in the field with you know prospect uh, clients where they've got some IT companies got a little hard drive literally sitting on top of the server, and that's what they call a backup. I mean, that's oh, tr- no. truly ridiculous. Well, that ghost really saved me a few times in my life, and yep. I wanted something similar. Yep, and we have a link. That's all, I need, that's all I need to know, and I thank you very much. Uh, any to... particular release or anything of that, Cronus? Uh, the, the latest version is always the one we'd recommend. Okay, okay. Thank you very much. You got it, Harry. Bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, let's move on to Nick in Enfield next. What's going on, Nick? Hi. Um, I have a I, – I bought a new – Commonly known brand computer from the company in All September, right. okay. and um, from the first week, the thing would <clears throat> be very slow. Okay, I'd get a, I'd try to click a file, and it would say working on it, and that could last uh, a couple of minutes. Then recently, it went two hours. Hmm. Um, and then when um, I, I rename a file or save two or three files, the green band appears at the top like it's working on it, and that can go on for a minute, two minutes, three minutes. Wow. Um, what do you have for a processor, Nick? Is it an i3, i5? I, do you know? Um, it's a Ryzen. Okay, AMD. Um, yeah. What level of machine did you buy? Was it sub $500, sub $1,000? How much did um, you spend? It was about $700. Okay. All right, so you probably have an okay system. Does it have a solid-state drive in it or a spinning drive, as we call them? Uh, a terabyte solid-state. All right, so you got plenty of uh, high-speed stuff going on How here. How much RAM? Um, I don't remember. It's okay. I'm guessing it's 4 gigs at least, probably 8. So you might have something wrong with your system and or you have malware running on your system. That oh. would be my guess. If you're running an SSD and it's that slow. Yeah. And a lot of times what happens is these Bitcoin miners trick you into loading Bitcoin mining software on your computer. So it's actually taking CPU cycles to mine Bitcoin. Have you checked? Have you ever gone to your task manager to see if your CPU is set, pegged at 100% utilization? Have you checked that? I didn't. Okay. So when it's when you're having slowness issues, hit Control-Alt-Delete and go to your, your task, task manager. manager. And you're going to bring up some of your system settings to see if your CPU is pegged out, to see what's what's happening, what's what's happening in the background. And then you can actually list the processes that are pegged out at the highest levels, 100% levels, um, to see what could be causing it. It could be antivirus causing it. It could be it could be a malware program that's doing it. Um, my guess is it's malware that's causing your CPU cycles to, to really well, slow down. That's disappointing. Okay. Well, you, get, you just got to clear it out. You just got to get a, a tool like Malware Bytes to remove the malware. Okay. Are you using OpenDNS as your web filter? Um, I was, I think I was using Webroot. Webroot's antivirus software. That's good. Yeah. Um, but is it, so is it still on there? Webroot? Yes. Okay. So either you, either Webroot can't see the virus you might have, or you have something else wrong, like your processor is overheating. Cause I suspect if, if you had malware, Webroot would have already found it for you. So there could be something wrong with your machine. 
you know. I, you I've been in touch with the company, and um, they said they're going to allow me to ship it back to be um, looked at. Okay. All right. Back up your data before you ship it. Yeah. You hear that? Yes. Okay. And make sure if there's any data on there you wouldn't want them to find, you take it off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I've been taking care of things like banking and um, federal taxes. All right, very good. So, yeah, I think you might have a physical problem. They they, they obviously think so, too, so ship it out. Okay. And um, I, I enjoy and agree with your comments about the cloud and um, the uh, Bitcoin. Very good. All right, Bitcoin we... is, a, is a fad. Everybody wants to jump on and say, hey, look at me, but we'll see how it plays out. It needs to go away, Nick, doesn't it? Yep. All right, thank you, Nick. Thank you. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Stick around. The news is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.